Carol Ofori, East Coast Radio. If you're just joining us, we are live on Facebook Live right now. So go to Facebook Live because we've got a special man in studio. I'm going to do the introduction. Carvin H. Goldstone is one of the biggest names in South African comedy. His accomplishments include winning 2020 Best South African Comedian Show, Comedy Show, and also winning Comics Choice Comedian of the Year back in 2018. Carvin is also a multi a multiple award winning broadcast journalist having received four Vodacom Journalist of the Year awards the highest honor in Southern African journalism right Carvin has performed in many countries including the United Kingdom Middle East uh, Australia New Zealand and across Southern Africa including Swaziland and Zimbabwe Carvin has had countless sold out comedy shows around the world and three recorded specials under his belt in a stand up comedy career that spans more than a decade he's a regular headliner at comedy clubs across the country and across the world. He's a community activist, a husband, a dad, and he's just so, so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, Carvin H. Goldstone. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> we had to do it. We had to, we had hello, to do hello, it. hello, hello, hello. All the listeners, Carvin Goldstone, so happy to be here. I've always wanted to be on the show. Oh, I'm so excited. Day. Yes, this show specifically. Now, this, not just this show specifically. <laughs> we have to be clear about that. Now, Carvin, your, your, your comedy career has just spun for the longest and yeah. the past two years have probably been the most difficult for anyone in entertainment and Carvin H. Goldstone comes out of lockdown and is killing shows. Oh, you know what happened, Carol? Mm. A lot of people didn't realize how much they like live stand-up comedy. Right. So we do a lot of online stuff and we do jokes online and people enjoy like online material yeah. but it's not the same as going to a show and feeling the danger. Right. Because especially myself, when I'm on stage it's like a weird feeling. People almost like shocked. Wow, this TV's talking back to us. Because I ask, <laughs> why is the TV asking us questions? Right. Because you usually stand there and like people expect you just to perform because that's what you do on a, on a phone. Right. But in a live show, I ask you questions, I find out where you're from. And so I think that's been the beauty is that people have realized live comedy is dangerously fun. And it's it's immersive, right? It's immersive. also very immersive. That's what I love about it. Now, you've done some shows out in Joburg. I know this weekend you're lighting up KZN again. I'll be, yeah, I'll be yeah. doing KZN. You know, people don't know I'm from Durban. From People from Durban don't know. People from Durban message me, when you're coming to Durban? I'm like, guys, I live here. <laughs> I've never left. <laughs> but for those of you who, who might be those people, I will be in Durban. Right. In Amschlanga, just down the road at yes. the Fire and Ice Hotel. On Sunday, this Sunday I have a show. Okay. So people. What time is the show? Out. Show's at six p.m. Right. So it's a nice, you know, that afternoon you can still go home and watch the eight o'clock movie. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. <laughs> uh, you might miss Court Blanche, Derek Watson. <laughs> Blanche, Derek Watson. Just down the road at yes. the fire and ice. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh, you might miss Court. <laughs> I'll be at Johannesburg on Thursday. You can catch me there again. Johannesburg's always fun, but yeah. KZN's where it's that. This really, what what best. what makes KZN like a better audience than than Joburg? Because. In KZN, I don't have to over. I don't have to explain too much. They got right. a lot of context. Right. Lot of, so if I say, "Hey, that place was tops," right? They know I'm not talking about the, 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 the liquor, liquor store. store. <laughs> right, right, right. They know what I mean. Like there's certain phrases that are KZN specific. Right. Uh, like when you're drinking, you say, "Hey, we're gonna get lucky thick." I don't oh, have to explain right. to them. See, in, in, as a Joburger, I'm like, Dick, that's drugs. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, we're going to get thick. Like, okay. And especially me as a big guy, people are thinking, how oh, you want to put on more weight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. But wow. like, yeah, it means we're going to have a good weekend. We're going to be dopping. Right. Which, which coincidentally, I don't do. <laughs> okay, okay. Interesting. We're going to learn so much about you, um, Carvin. You've done some really incredible shows overseas as well. I want to tap on your favorite international market. Which yeah. one would it be? 
So they all different uh, for, because some of them you have to provide context, but probably the place where I had the wildest, like just the wildest fun like, yeah. was Thailand. Really? Bangkok. Yeah. I, I find Thai nightlife the best, so I can imagine that. It but the just, language barrier, no. So the thing is, a lot of the Thai shows, there's a lot of Thai people that have lived overseas and come back. So those shows, a lot of English-speaking people already. And then right. there's loads of South Africans. Right. It's the most mind-boggling thing, meeting South Africans that have been living in Thailand for six, seven years. Because wow. they'll, t- they'll talk to you. I'm talking about people from like where I'm from, from Newland Seas to Wentworth. They'll be like, hey, Xer, hey, lucky you came here. Hey, we're so happy to see you. And then a waiter wow. will come and then they'll be like, pakta, sakta. Singta, kapung kap. Because they flip between like double wow. colored like sound and then full tie. And I said, what are you what are you doing? He's like, hey, no, yeah, if you don't speak, you get left behind. I'm like, how long are you here? He's like, three years. I'm like, three years? You yeah, you speak fluent Thai, you live Kaiser in your whole life, you can't speak Zulu. <laughs> what is happening here? So yeah, that was kind of probably the craze, the whole of Southeast Asia. So fortunately, I did the the international uh, Asian International Comedy Festival. So yeah. I was in so Vietnam. Wow. And then uh, Philippines, Indonesia, wow. Thailand. Thailand, I was there for like two weeks and Singapore. Yeah. Uh, Vietnam was wild because <laughs> it was just like, you know, you just, there's things you don't understand. Right. About, because you watch movies. So when I think of Vietnam, what do we think of the Vietnam War? Yeah. So good I'm, morning, Vietnam. <laughs> good yeah, morning, yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. I'm in Vietnam asking, where can I see the museum for the Vietnam War? And the Vietnamese people are looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm really? Like, the, the Vietnam I didn't think, oh, this is Vietnam. For them, it's the American War. Oh, yes. <laughs> for Americans, yes, yes. it's the Vietnam War. But right. for them, it's the American War. They're like, oh, American War, it's there. That side, that side. <laughs> yeah, wow. so you have to kind of just rejig your mind continuously. Oh, wow. This is so interesting. We're going to be st- staying with uh, Carvin Goldstone. Remember, we're on Facebook Live, so we're going to go to traffic in the middle of the songs. You can ask Carvin questions directly on Facebook Live. We'll keep this engagement going. And always know, if I'm doing a Facebook Live, you want to come and watch because I don't stop rolling. As soon as the guest is here, you see the behind the scenes. I mean, we have Styles and Bato just popped in. He's in the building. Uh, Calvin's, uh, Calvin, uh, uh, Carvin Goldstone's come with his w- wife as well. She's yeah, uh, we don't. I didn't mention that on air. So you get to see behind the scenes, and you get to see us interacting as well. So come and join us on Facebook Live. Now, Carbon, we've been talking um, behind the scenes about comedy and where the lines are in yeah. comedy. I think the biggest line that we were just addressing now was Will Smith yeah. and and Chris Rock and what happened on that stage when Will got on the stage, slapped Chris Rock and walked off the stage. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, whenever I have a comic in here, I, I love to hear you know their perspective and how they feel about that. Who was the wrong man or who was the right man or what could the situation be handled differently? Is is comedy got a limit? Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? So so comedy operates best within the context. Right. Um, um, uh, that's when it's best received. So, like, for example, in a comedy club where we all paid money to get chowed up by the comedian, right. it's almost like, okay, it's almost acceptable. But, right. you know, and I see it sometimes in Durban, they like to hire a comic for a wedding. Right. It's a very common thing in Durban. <laughs> and I get calls to cover DMC weddings. And, and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. Do you do functions? All functions. Because in function, Durban, only yeah. Durban has called things functions. Everything's a function. <laughs> We do functions. Come, you come and you do functions. Functions. Yeah, I say I do. And then you go there, and then sometimes I'm not the only one. Sometimes it'll be MC, or I'll be the comic, or there'll be a comic. And I almost like realize that the comic is thinking comedy, comedy club, do it. But it's right. not, a, not everyone there 
came to be teased. They came, they had guests at a, at a function. Right. And they never intended to be like picked yeah. on us, whatever the case is. Right. So sometimes you have to understand the context for certain comedy. Some comedy works well in, in certain contexts and some right. just doesn't fly like in certain spaces. Right. In the case of Will Smith and Chris Rock, as I'm saying, like as a comic, from the time Chris Rock started that, that bit, yeah. in my opinion, as a comic, I felt he knew he was on the line, almost over the line. Because when you addressed Jada before he told the joke, he said, Jada, you know I love you. Right, <laughs> and I was like, right. okay, that's what we do in comedy when we're about to go for something. And we're not sure how they're going to take it. We try to prepare the ground first. So we say, hey, you know, hey, hey, you know, Indian people, you know I love you. But this, <laughs> black people, you know I love you. But that, white people, you know I love you. I love, I love white people. But white people, why do you do this, this, this? Right. So, so when he does that, I'm sitting and I'm saying, ah, he knows, he knows, he knows he's on the line. However, I don't necessarily want to be slapped um, because I, I, I overstepped. I don't want to be slapped. But yeah. I do like the idea of comedy really being dangerous. Wow. <laughs> really? Like the idea of, yes. If no. there's no repercussions for the jokes we tell, then right. where's the fun in that? They must, it must be edgy to a point where someone might hit you i like that sort of world really i'm not saying what happened to me but yeah, i like yeah, that, yeah, world that world where there's repercussions because what happens is then you end up with people just saying whatever they feel like on the stage two people to their face yeah and when, like because they know there's nothing i must think about, I must more think about, about what i'm saying yeah because comedy has to be intelligent it has to speak to power it has to, it has to be challenging and it has to make you laugh yeah, and that requires a little bit of thought, and that's what—that's all you want from your comic, I guess, is to be a thinking comic. <laughs> I love that, a thinking comic. Okay, I mean, we we fast forward to Dave Chappelle. Someone tried that, and they just didn't leave looking yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's arm was twisted to the back by yeah. Dave Chappelle's people. Team. So not a good idea. I want to get into something a little bit softer. You're so involved with your community. Come July last year, there was the unrest, mm. and I literally was watching your Instagram page and your involvement with your community. I mean, Carvin, you're a dad, you're a husband, you've got shows to do, you've got your own life to lead, but your passion for your community was really humbling. Why? I, you know, it's it's one of those moments, um, and I think for all of us in KZN, when when we realized there was looting, because I think it took us like a like. A few hours to kind of figure out what was happening on the morning. Of, I think it was the Monday morning. Right. <laughs> because we're like, it was what, a shock. What exactly is happening? And mm. like, you know. Is it a movie? Yeah. Is this really happening? Mm. And then so by the time I found my bearings, I was kind of frightened at home. And then I went outside. And I now live in Hillcrest. So, you know, depending on where you live, <laughs> looting was a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Nunities and yeah. there was something else like right. you know kids are riding bikes till today so it was a completely different experience right, right. if you lived there <laughs> right. but in where I lived and then like a lot of the guys started organizing themselves and then you know there's a lot of pressure in those moments for like to be a man right. <laughs> to be out there show and, us and be a, be a, have a gun and whatever mm. I didn't know why people had that much guns like there was guns <laughs> in our road like you know I think we get a bad rap as colored people for be like being carrying, being violent on any level, bro. <laughs> White people had guns, bro. The road was full. I went out there. I, I got my baseball bat. I'm thinking, what am I gonna do with this? <laughs> These people are loaded. <laughs> so I 
decided, look, they got that covered. Let me help clean up. Right, let me help. <laughs> let me help, which is hypocritical because my house was dirty. But I said, let me help. Let me help with the clean. And that's me- how basically I'm like, it was looking at the situation, trying to figure out where you fit in. Right. Uh, and so I didn't see myself as like uh, a fighter. So I thought, look, let me let me help with the cleanups. Let me get some people together. I do have a platform. People will probably respond. And it was cool. And the first day we went, it wasn't many of us. It could have been psh, maybe 10 of us on the cleanups yeah. outside Mass Mart. And the people that live in Durban, for those of you in Durban listening, I want to say thank you. Yeah. They came over with their cars and put down their windows and said, we're doing a great job. Oh, that's lovely. You guys are doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> That's always nice. That, that was, yeah, like, and, and then they gave us sandwiches. True story. Beautiful sandwiches. But I went home. It was Marmite. Please, guys, don't give us, don't give us Marmite. But the days after that, the Durban North community in particular came out on mass. They were in the streets. And here's something people don't know. Yeah. Right next to Mass Mart is an informal settlement, Effingham. And while we were cleaning up, a, a whole group of people came down from the informal settlement. Yeah. And as and people were unsure what's happening. And as they got closer. We all could see they had brooms, they had bags, they wow. were coming to clean up. And so the people that were living right next to were, part of, were cleaning up. And one of the guys who was part of the community forum said, the chief, the local chief of yeah. that informal settlement said, this is our community. Whether you were involved or not involved, we must clean up. Mm. And so that, that image of that certain people were only involved in cleanups, not true. I was there. Mm. Communities from informal settlements around those areas were very involved in cleaning up. Wow. We're going to hang out with Carvin Goldstone, Facebook Live. Keep those um, questions coming there. Um, Go to East Coast Radio's Facebook Live page. I'm going to carry on with Carvin. We've got more in about five. If you're just joining us, where have you been? We've been hanging out not only on Facebook Live, go to East Coast Radio's Facebook Live page, but also in studio. Carvin, here's another question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Me, I do my research because I like money. I believe you are worth $1.5 million. Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> did, you, did you see that? <laughs> I, I read that it was, it was close to $5 million. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at that. My, my, so this it's is true. The, this is the worst. My, my son read it. <laughs> my son Googled. But he's 13. He Googled yeah. Carvin Goldstone Network. Yeah. And he got between $1 million and $5 million on one, on one website. US and dollars. So you must know when... Like, like, he's like, What? <laughs> Every time you're saying you, you can't help me with something, you're going to be like, you got one million to five million dollars. Don't lie, it's on the internet. I saw it. I saw it. You're rich. And you act poor, but you're rich. So that's an interesting one because when I saw it, I, I started calculating my things. And whew, I don't know. I don't know who's doing that stuff, but if they saw my bank accounts, just if they saw how many times I get called by debtors, do you want to go on debt review? That's like. That's the one thing about being an artist. There's no artist in South Africa who over the last two, three years didn't find themselves falling so back that dead reviewers have there. And dead reviewers know, eh? As soon as that thing bounces high, we're just calling from dead review. As soon as it bounces there on top of you, I'm like, how did you guys know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I so love... no, that's not true. That's, that's not true. It's okay. an ambition. It's maybe ambitious. So Sunday show, Durban, 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's the 31st of July. This coming Sunday, Protea Hotel, Fine Ice from Tlanga. It looks like it's going to be a great show. Quicket.co.za. My last question, anything else you want to share with us that's coming up that you want people to know about? Yes. Uh, we just, I just... Uh, Premiered in a movie, uh, short film. Yeah. Premiered at the Durban International Film Festival. Yay. This On Saturday, it was so weird. I went there. And you must know, like, you know, you go to movies your whole life and right. you just watch people and whatever. And then I'm sitting there and the movie starts and I'm like, wow, that's me. 
right. in this movie. In this movie. Being bad. I'm a bad man. <laughs> I'm like a, a very brown, tall Danny DeVito. I'm Joe Pesci. I'm, I'm like a, oh, you need to see it. I'm a gangster. I'm you, a proper, but like, you know, it's a Joburg movie. Right. So I'm a Joburg guy. Wow. So I'm not playing Carvin Kayser in the one you know. I'm playing a Joburg guy. Like a bad so guy. It was, yeah. So it was also a transition for me in terms of how I sound. Wow. Uh, how I present myself, the kind of language. I'm saying Khrotman a lot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so it was a proper acting role. I wasn't acting as Carvin. I was acting as a, as a Joburg guy. Wow. So that movie is it's on a diff at the moment. Um, and you can actually watch it online. It's called Nefarious Creatures. When the director phoned me and said, we got a movie for you. And you know, you, you're thinking to yourself, oh, what can I do this? And then like it happened. And then I was like, wow. And so, yeah, that's it. And apparently... This is going to be a thing because I'm, I'm lining up a new one. We start wow. shooting in uh, a week. Jeez. So it's going to be fun. People are going to be happy to see this one. You can follow him on social media. Our awesome guest in studio, Carvin H. Goldstone. Thank you for bringing your beautiful wife along. Woo-woo. It's been great having you. 6 p.m. Sunday. The tickets are on sale. Cricket.co.za. Protea Fire and Ice Umklanga Rich. Carol Ofori. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.